What's up, Riley? Do you want to do a podcast? Uh, yeah, I do, but what would we make it about? Bud Light presents Real Thems of Genius. Real Thems of Genius. <laughs> and today we'll salute Blink. Blink. You get it. So that's it. That's the idea. You remember that advertising campaign? You remember how it fucking ruled? <laughs> I think it's the only good advertising campaign I've ever heard. For those of you that didn't listen to the radio in the early 2000s, uh-huh. um, Bud Light would have a commercial that would play out like that. It would start out with a deep voice going, Bud Light presents, and then the chorus singing that. And then they go, today we salute you, Mr. Does a Weird Fucking Thing. The reason I tweeted this is because I was making pour over coffee and I don't have a carafe for it, so I used chopsticks to balance the the uh the fucking filter over a big pot that Mm -hmm. i poured all my coffee in yeah so they would they would find like a weird dude behavior and do a shout out to said weird dude behavior Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it would be like mr guy who wears shorts and sandals into january guy right and then yep 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 and then the the fucking singy voice would be the response, and then the deep voice would be talking about how important, like, this was a great thing that you did. Every- Such a great thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the whole that bit. Was, th- that's the bit. Okay, so we're just bringing that back. Are we... You specified real thems of genius. That's because so, I was trying to find fit as many people as possible <laughs> in okay. my... I, I just wanted to make sure that we weren't just like, we're going to make a podcast that doubles as a hate crime. Just like a call-out podcast for thems. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Too many podcasts as weapons, Andrew. Podcasts as weapons. True. Fair, fair, fair. fair, this, fair. Is, this is a this is a honorary podcast. This is the the maybe maybe the real minds of genius, the real people of genius. It's I need a one syllable. Real folks of genius. Real folk. Real dudes of genius. <laughs> okay, so what's your what's episode one? What's our behavior? Episode one. I think we we, and that's the thing. We need we need to target. I guess that's why men targeted in that like uh like that early two thousands brain of like what is the thing you'd see your dad do? You know exactly. Mm-hmm. And so maybe there is something. Real posters of genius, Andrew. That's it. We've ta- we target posting. That's absolutely it. So, so real posters of genius. This is uh, okay. So like hypothetically speaking, not like anything I've had to deal with lately. Um, but you could do uh, real posters of genius 
we salute you, person who seeks out any mention of Aaron Carter on the internet and decides to go on long rants in random people's Twitter mentions. Seeking out any mention of Aaron Carter! No one else remembers Aaron Carter, but you do, and you've got a beef. He beat Shaq! <laughs> It'd be fucking funny. Yeah, we do this. We this is the thing. We'll have to pre-write this one. This is a this is a whole thing where maybe we'll we'll riff for a bit, and then we'll 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 bring it down. We'll edit it down. So our first <laughs> first episode is this is this Aaron Carter fanatic. <laughs> then next episode. Oh no is, no no no, Riley! I need you to know they are specifically not a fanatic. Oh, about they, Aaron Carter. They hate Aaron Carter. They truly do. They name search Aaron Carter to say they hate Aaron Carter. Did you? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. I posted a tweet that was just like, "Hey, I got a real question. Was Shaq actually good at basketball? I remember. Or is this. he just like kind of a meme?" Did, did I ever get you that answer back? Because I, I I messaged three basketball fans on mine to like fully mm-hmm. get the, who like have context, and they all gave good answers. I just realized I had quote retweeted it and didn't reply to your message, so I don't know if you yeah. saw any of it. The general gist I got is basically that Shaq was a very good basketball player, but mm-hmm. he did. When I look at someone linked me a video of Shaq highlights, and mm-hmm. my question was. Is Shaq good at basketball, or is he just built like a convenience store, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I watched the highlight reel, and I realized that my question was faulty, because <laughs> if you are built like a convenience store, you don't have to be super good at basketball. But from what I could tell, Shaq is like, better than average at basketball, and built like a Macy's. Uh-huh, so yeah, and that, that's the he thing. He can just like- dunk constantly without even really having to jump um that was kind of the vibe that i got from the post and i realized that being built like that is being good at basketball so Mm -hmm, i'm mm -hmm. the one at fault yes Um, yes yes my my brain watching the clip i literally had the thought this is mono green basketball (laughs) (laughs) to put it in in magic the gathering terms (laughs) hold on pin in pin in (laughs) Pit in basketball teams as Magic the Gathering decks. We're getting back to that. That is that is that is a good bit. I cannot follow you down that path because I do not have any real experience. Um, Maybe, but so, <laughs> somebody said. Well, you mentioned Shaq, uh, so I can't go without posting this and mm-hmm. innocently posted the link to Aaron Carter's uh, "How I Beat Shaq." So. Uh, yeah, this person comes in, starts saying a bunch of shit about Aaron Carter, but it's like, and I have no idea if any of it is true or like, I've never done the deep dive into whether or not Aaron Carter's a good person. Uh, mm-hmm. he's Aaron Carter. No one's given a mm-hmm. shit about him since the nineties. Right. Yeah. Um, and like, uh, post this whole big thing and it's like, I feel like I would have heard about any of that about Aaron Carter. But I also don't know anything about Aaron Carter, so I'm not gonna be like, well, excuse me, he's actually great. And also, you're not talk you're not his fan. You're not you were no one was talking about Aaron Carter outside of the Shaquille O'Neal joke. Correct. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I I I trust that Aaron Carter's probably a shitty person. That feels right to me. I just I don't know if I needed to do this today. 
Uh-huh, exactly. That's exactly how I felt. Um, and then the fun part under it was that someone else came in and said, don't defend yourself. Ridiculous to this person. And I was like, you are following zero people and have no followers. Who the fuck are you? And they're just an Aaron Carter fan account. And I'm like, I don't need this fight in my mentions. This isn't important. I'm here to talk about Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> I'm literally just saying, is Shaquille O'Neal fine at basketball? <laughs> And turns out he was. <laughs> Andrew, I'm this, realizing this is real something. real posts of genius. I'm realizing something and I'm afraid to say it, but I think I have to say it. Hit me. Has this show become the Hank Green explains tweets to his wife show, but the two of us talking about Twitter the week before to each other? We don't do this often, do we? I don't think so. I'm, I'm explicitly talking about uh, Aaron Carter guy. I think we're in the clear. <laughs> yeah, I just want to. I just want to. The fear hit me so suddenly. <laughs> we no, we have not become that. And because I'm not a, I'm not reading my entire uh, feed to you. And would he B, go over his entire feed? That's yes. <laughs> From the episodes that I've listened to, yes. Um. <laughs> But I do want to say, uh, B, we cut the episode where I talked about going viral for a Knuckles tweet. Wow, I forgot that episode got cut. Yeah, we got 20 minutes in the can that we can put somewhere, someday, maybe. <laughs> so, so much happens. The Forbidden episode. Donate $99 on Patreon and we'll give it to you. <laughs> All right, everyone, shake it off. Shake it off. Just wave your Andrew. I don't know if you're actually waving your arms. I need you to shake it off. We're 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 moving somewhere else. It we're going. Sh- it has been shooked. I've got a different. Uh, I got a different idea for you. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Here, this one comes to you from Electric. Uh, same person that sent in. We're all the old person to someone, which is last mm-hmm. week's uh, title and sad realization. Um, this one is podcast intern confessionals. Podcast intern confessionals. First, I off, think I think we should cut intern because <laughs> we'll never have a podcast intern. Mm-hmm, mm, I mean, you've had one, and that didn't end up well. <laughs> <laughs> that was a game. Uh, <laughs> podcast confessionals is great, and I feel like we do do a bit of this. And what I think we really need to focus on is making sure we have a safe space here to, to confess. Stuff in games. Uh, yeah, I think that I think that this is this is us setting the stage and being like, "Hey, tell us everything about making a podcast." We, I think that we uh, made a mistake by making the podcast minds. Um, uh huh. Because it's a little Andrew. It's a little late in the game. It's a little late. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. Uh, but I think that like. We're here to dunk on the podcasts, which means that it is hard to be sincere about the podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that we would have more listeners if we set ourselves up and said, here's a place where you can talk about the craft of making a podcast, good and bad. So if we were like car talk, but for podcasts, we were just like, we were just like, oh, two podcasters get together to talk shop about podcasting that week. I feel like you have said... You say car talk, but for blank so much that I fear that we've talked about car talk, but for podcasts. <laughs> then let me let me let me rephrase this as uh, shameless, but for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Smartless, <laughs> but for podcasts, is that it? Is that the Will Arnett? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this is where we we come in and we say, "Hey, what's uh, tell us about what's what's the Riley? Do you have like a weird?" podcasting complaint that you can't like talk to other people about because yeah. it is so inside baseball. Yeah. My co-host gets really mad when I'm listening to music during recordings. <laughs> Riley. No, I'm, I'm... Riley. <laughs> I will pull the audience and say, which is weirder. I would love to pull the art what is okay if you're doing a witch is weirder then what is your side of this what are you what is your what is your weird podcast confession here no i mean i mean which which is is it weird to never is mind. it no. morally right to listen to the outro right? to dragon ball super 70 centimeter window while podcasting exactly exactly is that what's playing right now yeah Okay. I have my hype music playlist on because I'm trying to I'm trying to pull, shoot my way out of a slump right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel the weight of like the day and like having to go back to work tomorrow hitting me, and I'm just uh-huh. trying to be like, nope, 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 we're hitting the gas, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, do you have like a inside baseball like complaint about podcasting hmm. might sound too strong but like yeah but like an observation something that you've thought about something that like has has come up and i think the thing that has really uh i mean there's the obvious one of like every it's super fun to record a podcast what sucks is editing a podcast like that's that's the obvious guy that's the that's mm-hmm. the super clear one but like i think more specifically is like the thing that i have observed over my time is the um like when you when you're when you are podcasting and there is there's no pre-roll you know what i mean you ever you ever go on a show and it is in and out and you're like what what are we we just punching the clock here (laughs) (laughs) i think that you hmm (laughs) what's the way to word this (laughs) i I think that you and I have a very different approach toward podcasting and mm-hmm. a different, like, I think that when you walk out of a podcast, your favorite thing is the act of making the podcast. And uh-huh. like the podcast is the fun thing that I did with my friends or did with someone and talked and had a fun conversation. Yes. And because we had a good time doing it, whatever comes out of it is good. <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm, ready, I'm ready for the alternate <laughs> and i'm very much a that is step one of the process and step two and three of the process is like editing wrangling and like making it into an episode and then mm-hmm. whatever goes out is only good if you do the work to make it good okay I can see that. I can see that. And like that's why it's like that is why it's important to have people who are like who care about post processing in that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who care about the the production of the thing. Cause yeah, I like to I like to I like to roll up and and put it out there and then and then roll roll home. It's why I like streaming so much, honestly. Is cause mm-hmm. like when you just 
when like you've done the work to make sure that like everyone will be there and then when you're there you you're doing the thing and then mm-hmm. you're done doing the thing like there's like the production of like getting everyone together like that pre-wrangling is something that i enjoy but there's nothing there's not a lot on the post as far as like now we need to go back through and make sure that that was good cuz you've already done it it's streamed you did it you're good you golden <laughs> you did everything there on the spot mhm i'm very much a like okay well now how do we make something good out of what we did mhm which is why i guess i'm an improv comedian and not a sketch comedian you know yeah i'm very much a like writer editor like let's go mm-hmm. with this i used to do mm-hmm. improv but i like i don't know but in order to, i don't know improv such like a scam like <laughs> I, mean, I mean seriously like riley you want to do improv as a hobby what do you do oh you gotta go to an improv class okay so you gotta pay people to let you do improv with them you don't even pay the people you pay someone else uh-huh. to provide a space for you to do improv with some people and maybe uh-huh. they'll teach you but like it's just playing pretend yeah it is, it's just you just play pretend to be silly like that's it like mm-hmm. and like don't like step on someone else's bit like that's it like make space easy, for easy. others to be silly yeah i used to teach improv like I taught improv when I was in high school. Like I, mm-hmm. like at a at an actual theater. Like I I know what I'm doing. I don't need to go to a local theater and mm-hmm. pay for the intro level class. Yeah, and like I don't know. Again, I I know I've mentioned more. I've I've failed to get into so many. I've tried out and failed to get into so many improv groups. But like I don't need that. Like that's different because I know I'm good at this. Mm-hmm. I know I'm very funny. <laughs> No, I know what you mean. <laughs> like, in but in like, but the act of like improvisational quick wit humor is so fun to me. Mm-hmm. I I then I see how that can play out in like a if you if you combine sketch and improv and you get like a very interesting like hey we have built a setting for comedy to ensue and then we will like pick the best comedy bits. We are going to like run this, run the simulation 20 times and then pull out three of them. And then that is the set, you know, like that, (laughs) that shit. I love (laughs) like, that's it. (laughs) I, uh, over the pandemic, I had a friend that put together a game night and, uh, Mm -hmm. we, it was just a bunch of new people coming together and talking. And Mm -hmm. we were chatting back and forth about something in like, or someone asked asked something. We were talking about comedy, mm-hmm. and someone said something about sketch comedy. I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm just not really a a fan of most sketch comedy. I just, I don't know. I'm not going to go out to a theater and seek it out. And like, I mm-hmm. there are so few sketch shows that I think are actually funny. So it's just not mm-hmm. really my jam." Um, and then the next person introduced themselves and said that they wrote sketch comedy for a living. And I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to get off of this Zoom call immediately. Uh, (laughs) And see, you can't write that. You can't write that. (laughs) That's just, that's proof right there, baby. Like, you you were in the simulation once and you crush it. Like, like, and here's the thing. We may, we may all have, like, different opinions on sketch and improv, but we can all agree that it's all better than stand-up. And at the end of the day, everything's better than Saturday Night Live. <laughs> everything's better than Saturday Night Live, which isn't even like 
there's like sketch like televised sketch like digital short like mm-hmm. the like the fucking Andy Samberg shit like like uh like I think you should leave like Auntie Donna like the produced sketch and then the live I guess that is it it's produced sketch versus live sketch mm-hmm. live sketch is a nightmare <laughs> I never want to go to a live sketch show <laughs> it, it is like it is like a bad long form improv you know it is like uh-huh. what is happening Why are I've you been doing to bad this? improv shows too so like oh. I, I used to, I, there was like, I didn't realize how good I had it. Cause I used to go to improv all the time. And I guess I just got so lucky. And cause everyone, I was like, this is funny as fuck. Like this, there was some, there was a stinker here or there, but the jokes are really great overall. Andrew, you roll those, you roll those dice enough. Eventually they come up snake eyes. <laughs> and I saw a really bad show and I haven't been back to an improv show since. Yeah, same. I had a friend that was uh, interested in taking improv classes at a local theater and so we went to that theater and uh, watched their like, basically the, their like intro level shows, graduation show or whatever. I whatever, and mm. it was uh, without a doubt the single worst night I've had in a quite some time. Uh, <laughs> they had an entire sketch that was everyone oh. dressed up in a like a skeleton costume, uh-huh. and they all just kind of said the phrase "spooky bones" a lot. That's, and mm. that was the extent of the joke. And I the high concept stuff like that has to hit first time, or else it won't. Sure does. It won't. Sure does. Um, and I I gotta say it was it was weird because it was like uh, it was supposed to be. It, they said it was improv, but we got there and it was clearly pre-panned sketches. So mm-hmm. I don't know what happened, but it was uh, the least funny night I've ever had. And then uh, my friend was like, so yeah, I think I'm going to start taking improv classes here. And I was just like, why the fuck would you do that? That was what we just saw. And you thought that's what I want to be a part of. Um, I would love to learn from these people. Yeah. Anyways, here's the real podcast confessional. And uh, (laughs) that we've started treating the podcast minds into it, which means that my brain yells at me and is like, People are mad because we haven't pitched podcasts in a while. So no, 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 no. I got a pitch for you, Riley. <laughs> Listen, if you're mad when we don't pitch podcasts and we're just like talking no, about no, no, like no, the no. Large... we're not going to ask the listener about this. This is exactly what I'm talking about, which is where you're just like, no, it's a thing that we're doing. This is fine. And I'm oh, just like, we have a show and a concept and a plan. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. All right. I this follow, is this I is what I'm talking about. Like. <laughs> You're a Dadaist podcaster who's like, if you say it into a mic, it's a podcast. And I'm like, but we have an idea. We have a show notes. <laughs> we have a structure. We have structure. We have a, a pitch. I have to tell Twitter what we are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's fair. We're, we're a real odd couple set up here. And I do like, I think it works so well. <laughs> real pods of genius. Real pods of genius. Here's to you, editor who wrangles a podcast out of his Dadaist recording, mate. (laughs) Mr. Editor who wrangles a podcast out of his Dadaist recording, mate. This one comes to us from uh, Theodore Monk is going limp limp to disperse the damage. No idea what that means. Um, (laughs) I hope you you got that damage dispersed, all right. (laughs) Continuing with the theme of uh, We're Old. Um, Mm -hmm. They say a podcast where you rate brands of hard seltzer based on what dad activities you could picture someone doing while drinking them. <laughs> I thought I thought hard seltzer was a young person thing. <laughs> yes, is hard seltzer a dad drink? Oh no. 
They all grew up so fast. What dad is out there drinking a hard seltzer? Actually, now that I'm thinking it, my dad, Andrew. Your my dad stopped drinking Bud Light and started drinking White Claw. He has a fridge full of White Claw. I is this? Am I losing my mind? Has hard seltzer become the like light beer to light beer? Andrew, I got bad news. <laughs> I, I think it is. See, I liked hard seltzer because it's basically like you're drinking water, but then after I have enough, I can't stand up anymore. Andrew. Yeah, you've said it. You just said what you just said. You repeated yourself. And I guess that's what dad's like, isn't it? Shit. Light beer to light beer. Hmm. So, Andrew. Yeah. What's the best kind of hard seltzer for mowing your lawn? You know, one of the best things about renting is that I haven't mowed a lawn in years. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Do you have a... What, what is we, a dad thing that you do? Because you, you are now like... You have a seltzer. You're married. You're, you are like you're older than me. These are three qualifications that a dad must have. There are no dads younger than me. I mean, I, th- I, th- I don't think that's true. Uh, but there are, I will say there's one uh, very specific quality to be a dad that I do not have. Uh, <laughs> and it, I don't know. Wouldn't you call your magic decks your children? No. Well, I was about to say no because I kind of hate them these days, but that's kids. Um, <laughs> I can I can hear I can hear you like approaching your deck as you say it, and like building a deck in the backyard. You're getting ready. Oh, I gotta get the grill out here. <laughs> I'm literally looking over at a stack of magic cards that arrived today that I ordered uh, back when I was in love with the game. And then I got them today and was literally more excited about the plain hoodie that I received today. (laughs) And these are like special promo cards. I think you have, I think you might have a dad state of mind. I might have a dad state of mind. I, Sam, Sam's going to go home and visit her family this weekend. And I decided to stay home so I can take care of the house and get around to some projects Uh I've been putting off. Uh I might be a dad. Andrew. Andrew, oh no! Oh god. Um. Anyways, uh, I like Crook and Maker. I think is the name of it. Yeah, Crook um, and Marker. Yeah, Crook and Marker. That's pretty good. Uh, but there, that has a little bit more flavor than your usual seltzer. Um, uh-huh. I'm a White Claw guy. If I'm gonna go to like have a party and be around friends, because um, those are easy. Um, God, I guess if I was out in the sun on a hot summer's day, but I wanted a little bit of a buzz, I'd drink a hard seltzer, wouldn't I? Shit, yeah, Andrew. <laughs> You gotta look in the mirror. I gotta find real that that. Mm, see, here's here's the thing. You're telling me look in the mirror, saying I'm gonna accept this about myself. No, I thought I need to find better drinks. <laughs> I'm gonna start. You want to get real cocaine. into IPAs? Cocaine will never be a dad thing. <laughs> That's for the young at heart always. Cocaine. <laughs> I. I was describing the kind of drinks I uh, I uh, I, t- I intake to my f- to our our mutual friend Vita, mm-hmm. and I can't I can't remember if she said it out loud, but I I think the the paraphrasing what she said was, if I didn't already know you, I'd hate you. 
like just like just from the descriptions of like oh yeah i have a mustache i'm list- drinking my dump my triple hopped ipa i'm i'm sitting down rubbing my hands together getting ready to open up twitter where i tweet all day i man i thought I, that i i w- i saved myself from like this kind of ridicule by like dodging ipas Mm-hmm. entirely i cannot stand an ipa and i thought that's what the annoying dudes are gonna grow up and keep drinking so i'm gonna dodge it and so i like i think i dodged to the left and got punched in the face because i dodged right into the like right in the seltzer right in the seltzer punch mm-hmm. and here's the thing we have to just accept that like liking things makes you a bit of a hipster <laughs> like liking things like i, I what? feel like i I feel like there's a there's multiple layers of what a hipster is, right? I feel like I want to pause. A has a hipster been a thing since like 2012? It was a thing before that, even. Like that's the thing. It's like yeah, but it wasn't like a like a people didn't talk about hipsters. People didn't complain oh. about hipsters, and they don't anymore. <laughs> I'm opening but they, up the they wiki- did when I was in college, and their whole thing was the- not liking things. They bring them up a lot around me, which I think is just a proximity to me makes them shake their head and realize, like, ah, oh, <laughs> fuck, my friend Riley's a hipster. I don't remember the last time I heard someone talk about a hipster. I'm looking at these pictures on the Wikipedia page for hipster underscore contemporary underscore subculture. It's just a mirror looking back. It's like a picture of me and Jay, <laughs> friend Jay. <laughs> it's filled with by region. <laughs> What's this hipster index by region section of this page? Uh, good lord. <laughs> so much here. Critical analysis. Riley, rather than confronting things about yourself, do you want to pitch another podcast? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. Here's an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. This is from uh, Jamie L at Pocky Master J1. Mm-hmm. Backyard podcasting. Now, do you know... You know you know what backyard wrestling is and how it's different than real wrestling, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's kid kids in a backyard doing things they don't fully understand how to do. Doing things Usually. that they explicitly tell you not to do on TV. Mm-hmm. And working very hard to harm, harm themselves and others while putting on a good show. So what's what's a hardcore podcast and how will kids endanger themselves with it? So what is a what what is the podcast that at the beginning of our show when we go don't you, don't try this at home? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make a weird leap here. I'm ready. I'm I'm strapped in. So one of the weird things about um, backyard wrestling is that you need to do backyard wrestling in order to become an independent wrestler. In order to start getting noticed and become like an actual wrestler. But those people will not acknowledge that backyard wrestling exists because then it like it's them like encouraging the youth to do violence. Right. So this you that used to be a big thing. Like uh, our good friend Chris Hutton. Hi, Chris is a podcast about you. Um, When he was getting started with his professional wrestling career, like, if I remember correctly, had to be like, keep the the backyarding on the DL. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Could that be baby cash in the uh, the professional ring? Because that's him on the uh, out here having having a good time in the yard. 
And so, like, but he'd wrestle with other yarders that were professional. And now, like, and th- but that used to be a big thing, but I guess it's less so now because, like, at freelance wrestling here in Chicago, like, that federation, which is a pretty big fed, is run by yarders. <laughs> like, I've wrestled people who I've now seen on AEW. Matt Nix. <laughs> I've been in his backyard. Like, so it's less, it's less so now. But that is definitely what it was, like, years ago. Okay. I'm going to pretend it still is because I'm building to a thing. Um, oh, gotcha. I'm sorry for shooting you down. <laughs> no, you're good, and it's cool to know. Um, but, like, here's a leap. Manga subtitling is the same way. Because okay. in order to get your foot in the door and learn, like, the best way to do it is to do, like, fan scanlation of stuff. But then you get into a weird spot where you're just like, yes, uh, hello, Viz, I would like a job. I have seven years in the industry of translating manga and doing this for a li- or not like doing this as a hobby. Mm-hmm. No, I will not show you any of it because you own the copyright to it. Damn. Yeah. Is there huh. a podcast equivalent to that? What's the podcasting they don't want you to know about? What's the podcasting they don't want you to do? I mean, hmm. Part of me immediately goes to like rewatch podcasts or podcasts that are around a specific IP, but do not like, but aren't licensed in that way. Right. Because like if, if corporations had their way, right, they would have a, uh, like you would have to, Get the Power Rangers podcasting license to do a Power Rangers recap podcast. Yeah, every recap podcast would be the office ladies, and you'd have to be, like, directly in the pocket of NBC. But, like, that's not the case. And, like, again, like we talk about so often, podcasting is still a little bit the Wild West. So Mm -hmm. you're still, like, able to do shit. I'm looking out in the distance here. I'm really trying to consider what is the podcasting they don't want you to do, that you don't want people to know about. Every day I get closer to posting Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band on a podcast feed and just to see how long it stays up. I really want to. That would be so funny. That would be so funny. (laughs) Like, and maybe that's it. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club feed. Oh, that's it. Commentary tracks. People do commentary tracks for movies on podcasts. And they go, all right, hit play now. All right, nobody call the cops. Because <laughs> you can like hear it a little bit in the background. But like, <laughs> yeah, it's just people doing watch alongs with shit. Like, that's the thing they don't want you to do. <laughs> I know, I know that we've got some okay, doing a watch along where you can hear it, or like if you wanted to do mm, 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 mm. here's the podcast they don't want you to do is uh what if we recorded a podcast where we listened to Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band and made commentary on it as we pre- continued through? Andrew, I have a great suggestion for next week's podcast, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing it because I don't want to lose this feed. But-, <laughs> no, but, but it's not there. Like, it's not playing. It's not. Like, we're just talking. But it's just. But the title of the episode is called Hit Play in Three Seconds. 
<laughs> but that's it. That's exactly that is the podcast is the is the is the commentary track. That is the podcast they don't that is backyard podcasting. Absolutely. <laughs> we just do commentary tracks. Yeah, fuck copyright, go home. <laughs> Riley, I got one last podcast idea here. Hit me. Hit this, me. This one comes to us from our good friend Blast Processing, who kicked off a storm of Aaron Carter tweets, uh, which I'm 90% sure is the reason that this podcast exists. Uh, but this is a podcast called Please Log Off. <laughs> Andrew. Hi ho. Hi ho. Hi <laughs> ho.